everybody. Welcome to Love After Lockup Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I support the love of convicts. And I'm Kyle and I've been in jail six out of the last seven years. <laughs> um, what an episode. So much fun. Still loving this show more than any other show on television right now. A lot of audio. <laughs> Perhaps some audio adjustments um, would have been nice, but otherwise Ooh. nothing but pure entertainment here. Absolutely. Just a quick warning, we say bad words, we're not nice people, we talk about adult situations, you've been warned. And we know nothing about the law. <laughs> we don't, we know nothing about criminal law, and we are not lawyers. Talking shit. We are just two friends talking shit about fantastic trash television. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, there's a lot of postcards from jail this week. Yeah, we didn't have much last week, but then shit started to happen. <laughs> oh, you knew it was gonna happen. We're already, also, we're already on episode five of this season. Which makes me sad because I think there's only 10 episodes. So we're like halfway through. And I don't think that there's a love after lockup tell all because <laughs> most people are back in jail. They're all <laughs> back in jail. So yeah, that's disappointing. That's sad. I do think they can even Skype in from jail. Probably not. Probably not. Anyway. Would you like to receive a collect call? <laughs> Would be great. So where should we start with postcards from jail? Uh, Matt? Yeah, let's talk about Matt. Very recent. Happenings. What day did it happen? Thursday? Yesterday. It was yesterday? Yeah. Jeez, really? Only yesterday? I think so. <laughs> That's Saturday. We're recording this on Sunday afternoon. Um, Matt was arrested for stealing a car. Yeah. The details are still pretty light, but a lot of people are speculating that he just kind of bounced and took Caitlin's car, and then she reported her car stolen. But that's unconfirmed. So maybe they're in a fight. And we also, quarrel. yeah, we also know that he was cited for rear-ending a vehicle and driving on a suspended license, mm -hmm. but that was previous to this. Oh my! I mean, those aren't serious offenses, but if he legit stole a car, yeah, that could. I mean, and if Kate, either he stole a car legit or he stole Caitlin's car and she was pissed off off enough at him to call the police about it, so. Either way, he was still on parole, so he's gonna go away for a while. Oh, it's so bad. I kind of yeah. feel bad because I feel like right now they're really in the honeymoon phase and she's got about 16 babies swimming in her, according to her, so <laughs> oh this could be She's gonna be Octomom. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, that's a bummer. Speaking of which, we confirmed this week that Caitlin has two kids. Yes. She does. So and a lot of people are asking. About them, though. Everyone's asking about the tattoo on her back. And uh -huh. That's what that's about. Yeah. yeah, but we don't know anything about them. We don't know where they live. We don't know what their situation is at all. So someone speculated to me that that was like the true reason that Caitlin's mom kicked her out mm. because the kids are living there and she didn't want a convict around and she put her foot down. That, that could make sense. Yeah. I think that would be reasonable. Yes. So interesting. Especially well, when there's um, towing the line of meth. <laughs> occurring in the home <laughs> yeah don't want the kids around that no we will continue to keep updated on that situation then yes try to get more info uh tracy from what i heard tracy just got out of jail again today so How is that like they literally filmed this what like maybe six months ago yeah so within six months she's gone back to jail and then gotten out again yes that's my understanding but i'm not sure for what now, remember, there's no federal parole. Um, we, I learned that this week on Instagram. And that explains why she can drink. Right. That explains why she can drink. However, I have some other... Um, Frauded by TLC provided me with some more information on Tracy's crime. Um, 
Fronted by TLC is an Instagram handle, and this person is a former addict who works in jails with other addicts. And so their guess is that Tracy has a definite drug issue and thinks the checks were like a drug-related money scheme, which totally makes sense. Um, and this oh, she was saving for a down payment <laughs> on her condo. Totally. And um, they also say, you know, this person, like Tracy should not be drinking because if she does have a drug problem, like that's not how addiction works. Like if the person, if she's addicted to meth and then she's drinking booze, like it's not okay. Like, yeah, it's, you know, tri- it's triggering. Addiction is a, a substance is a substance is basically what right. Frauded by TLC told me. So I thought it was an interesting insight. If you're already, I don't believe in like the gateway drug stuff, Mm-mm. but if you're already a serious addict, yes, absolutely would be triggering. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Um, I watched Marcelino do some spoken word stuff on Instagram this week, which I found quite hilarious. Not quite Tariq music level or music video level hilarious, but. So is he doing like slam poetry? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh. It's great. It's great. Highly recommend it. Oh, I have to watch it. Yeah. He also posted a video like super pissed off about all the hate he's getting about this episode. So. I bet. My boy is not happy. And Brittany also posted a kind of. Um, cover your butt post mm-hmm. or damage control. Yeah, she put I don't care what anybody says about him, like he's always loved me tender or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> to use a line Did from they get married in Jane Vegas? Ashley's <laughs> way. <laughs> uh is that is that the post you're referring to though? Yeah. Yeah. Um what else? And then we have we, one more Jill Jailbird this week, right? We do. We found out that Michael is back in jail. Oh good. Michael. So we don't know the relationship status, and even if we did, we probably wouldn't spoil it. But we don't know which one he's with. But we don't. He ain't with the either of them phys- physically. I can tell you that Megan deleted her tweet. Her her tweet. Megan deleted her Twitter account after I think shortly after that whole feud with Sarah on Twitter. I think that was two weeks ago where they really got into it. Um, she's, she's not there. And at least under that username, she's gone yeah. from Twitter. So Sarah has an Instagram. She posts, um, in her Sarah, uh, love after lockup account on Instagram. And there's nothing to tell if she's still together with Michael or not. Right. And almost the same day that Jasmine deleted her Instagram. Yeah. Scott created one. He did? He did. Oh shit. I missed that. Uh, the only thing on there so far is him trying to figure out how to take a selfie and it's really <laughs> funny like you only see like the top half of his head and the, like the text is like how do i do this or something it's really so it's basically like watching my dad try to use Instagram. exactly fantastic 100 yeah, lizzie at least when the season started lizzie had an instagram from back like 2014 when she was turning tricks or when she was starting to turn tricks i would say she still is um but she it's like all those pictures that they show on the show is just like you know those kind of softcore porn pictures are all there yeah they might be gone now i haven't checked in a couple weeks but they were all there a few weeks ago Excellent. I'll have to start following Scott and see if he actually posts anything of interest. Yeah. I haven't looked for Adam, but yeah, I saw that Jasmine. Why did Jasmine oh. say that she turned off her Instagram? Just, Just too, too much. much. Yeah. The other thing that was interesting, and this might be a spoiler. So if rare, you don't, rare. if you don't want to hear a Scott and Lizzie spoiler, um, fifteen seconds, go. So one of the interesting things was that he didn't know how to do location, and his location on his Instagram picture said Oxnard. <gasps> Ooh, danger. Yeah. That's great. So we probably did it by mistake. All right, spoiler over. Okay. 
very interesting. Um, I got an email from someone who works in reality TV production. I don't know how interesting this insight is, but I'm going to go through it anyway because I just started. But um, this person says that they work in reality television. They have some insight um, because a lot of times we're asked, like Kyle and I are asking questions like, why doesn't Clint just buy bras from Walmart or Victoria's Secret? And the answer, they say, is because the production company can't actually get permission to film inside a Walmart or a Victoria's Secret. So, you know, obviously like a super fancy expensive store is going to probably allow like a boutique store will allow them to film. You mean it's not good TV for them just like (laughs) sitting on Amazon and like pressing buttons? (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, that makes sense. That's also why um, when people on like 90 Day Fiance go furniture shopping, they always go to like a designer like Dutch hardwood custom furniture store, and they never fucking buy anything because it's never everything's, an IKEA. Everything's twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, because a, a, a real business like a Walmart or IKEA does not want to disturb its customers with like a giant film crew. Right. Super disturbing. So, I asked this person also about breach of contract. Um, but Something we're like endlessly fascinated. Yes, by. endlessly fascinated. And they didn't have a, she didn't have a really great insight for that. But she said that it probably wouldn't be a great look for a production company to sue somebody for breach of contract if they were dirt poor, which let's face it, pertains to all of the cast of oh, the show. On this show, for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. So basically, you're think. saying they could really get away with whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the worst they could do is just not pay them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I still have heard rumors for 90 Day that they have been fined. Yeah. But I don't know. Again, I no real insight into that or solid information. Um, I also got an email from another listener who works with addicts that says that um, the reason that Lizzie acts like a child is because emotional maturity and development stops at whatever age your addiction started. And her addiction started in her teens. So therefore, she just hasn't like progressed with her emotional maturity past when that started. And I'm sure that pro- that applies to Matt, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, I thought that was interesting insight. Mm-hmm. What else? I think that's it from Love Letters from Jail yeah. slash Literal Evidence. Yeah. Um, Polish father-in-law did watch yet again. Oh, please tell me. What did he think? Oh, great. This show on television. <laughs> I knew he would like this show. Yeah. He actually didn't think a lot happened to this episode. Really? Yeah. He, he, he wanted more drama. Hmm. He wanted more fighting. And I assured him. It'll th- come. It's ramping up. It's com- How yeah. much longer is he in town? Um, he leaves on the 10th, so he's not going to make the next episode. Oh, bummer. Okay. We'll have to make sure that he's in town for the entire season of Love After Lockup But if you are a dedicated reality Cray Cray listener, we are recording for the 90 Day Fiance tell-all tomorrow, and I'll just give you a little preview. We have an entirely new official segment for Polish Father-in-Law with intro music, and in which he will... Uh, pontificate on uh, his advice uh, as a Polish father-in-law that grew up in communism. He will give advice to all the cast members and tell them what to do with their lives. I really can't wait so for it. So tune in for that. I'm excited. All right. Um, so before we get into the actual episode, which I have tons and tons of notes, we just have one sponsor to tell you about today, and that is our tried and true Poshmark. 
It's a new year and you probably are looking at your closet thinking you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas. And if you didn't get what you wanted this holiday season, you can always turn to Poshmark to get all your favorite brands at way lower prices than you would find it at retail. Poshmark has tons of brands to shop from like BB, Marc Jacobs, Free People, Anthropology, Banana Republic, Madewell, and much more. You won't believe the deals that you'll find on the Poshmark app. I've had an obsession with this black leather moto jacket for Madewell like forever, but it retails for $500. And it just seems like a really absurd amount of money to pay for a jacket, but I found it today on Poshmark. It was in my size and it was $250. So it's like the exact same jacket that I saw in Madewell at the mall yesterday at half the price. And it looks like the seller has literally worn it about half a dozen times. I was super excited. If you haven't downloaded the Poshmark app, you should do so now. You can also shop at Poshmark.com. It's a super fun game to just constantly look for how much you can save by buying things on Poshmark as opposed to retail value. I also know that lots of listeners have Poshmark handles and like to share with our other listeners. So if you follow me on Instagram at realitycraycray, on Monday, January 7th, I will post something about Poshmark and then you guys can share your handles with each other on Instagram. Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. And today, listeners of Love After Lockup Cray Cray get $5 off your first purchase. Just enter the invite code after lockup when you sign up. That's invite code after lockup. Download the Poshmark app and use invite code after lockup today. I'll also have a link in the show notes. Episode. Start with Megan, Sarah, and Michael. The trio. Aaron Martin calls him the thruple. <laughs> I think it's really funny. Um, so, yes, uh, the threesome. Uh, where do we start? Megan's, like, obsessively watching his status on the prison page because she doesn't understand why he's not calling her. So have you realized, it, it occurred to me watching this first part of the episode, Megan's just been in her kitchen for three episodes now. I know. What has she been doing? I, well, I feel like literally fewer than 24 hours have passed. Yeah, that's Because she true. was at the airport. She came home to her parents' house somehow. Nothing has happened. And nothing Megan. has happened. Like, does she have a job? Like, doesn't girlfriend have to go to work? Like, what's she doing? At this point, like, is she ever actually going to meet him on the show? Great question. I don't know. I guess we're halfway through the season. Yeah, they've never even had a single scene together. No. Um. She, she says, like, maybe he doesn't want me to know something. And I was like, oh, cringe. Yeah. But. Well, he, he caught, so they, they, they show up at um, Michael's mother's house. Um, I don't know if it's in Flint, but it's definitely in Mis- Michigan. And this was a, a shit show. This is a really fucked up scene. <laughs> Can was, we just say? Like, yeah. There was so much going on with this scene. I mean, highlights are Michael's mother totally knows about both women. Sarah's situational urban accent comes out. That was great. I have a lot of thoughts about it. Um, so anyway, let's let's do the play by play. So well, the first thing that uh, Michael said, maybe Michael's first thing that he says on the show is, "I can't wait to give you some good dick." He's. I missed that. He Why said that in the car. That? In the car when he they were did. pulling up. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're driving around Michigan to see friends and family, and it, it's. I have my notes saying Flint. Before going back to New York to be with Aviana, the daughter. Right. And Michael tells the camera in his ITM that he can't be with Sarah. 
Um, we can't work, is but what he, he said. Yeah, but he doesn't explain why. He just makes a statement that they won't work. And I'm like, maybe you should talk to Sarah about this rather than this production assistant that's filming you. It's absurd. And they got married pretty recently, too, right? Why did he marry her? Did he really make the decision that they were never going to work after he got married, but before he... Because it seems like... How long has he been talking to Megan? A long time, right? Longer than... I think she said a year and a half? So they were definitely married when he was talking to Megan. Oh, absolutely. It just doesn't make sense. And yeah, we should we should draw out the exact timeline, but it's his, really messed up. His mom is a piece of work. Um, I mean, I, she says Sarah's all right. She had to grow on me, but she did. She say anything about Megan that she like likes Megan better? Well, he, she says uh, he's a great kid, but he just gets caught up in little things, you know, like carjacking at gunpoint. Yeah. Um, he's a ladies' man, and uh, I'm traditional, but it is what it is with him. I I just can't like it's it's almost not even funny because and then his mom talks to her his mom talks to Megan on FaceTime says good to meet you she's totally an enabler like are you serious like you're gonna sit there I don't care how much you love your son but when the mother of your grandchild is there right you have a you have a granddaughter that's the worst gross that's the worst part like Okay, yeah, of course it's gross enabling your kid to cheat on people right in front of you. But you have a granddaughter. Mm-hmm. What uh, if somebody treats your granddaughter like that one day? Presumably her only granddaughter, because mm-hmm. I think Michael is her oldest. Yeah, that would make sense. I This, this whole scene just didn't make a ton of sense. So, <sighs> Mike... He, he admits that he... So what did you think of... When he admitted to Megan that he was driving to New York with Sarah? I was surprised. And, he said it so easily. But then he just kind of like tossed it aside like it ain't no thing or like. I feel like he's a type of person that he it's just going to come out soon. I mean, he called Megan in front of everyone. And then he doesn't even hang up until Sarah pulls up in her car. Yeah. I mean, Sarah's basically like opening her car door and when he's saying goodbye. I feel like he's not that scared to get caught. And when he does, no. he's, it's going to be emotional gaslighting to where he's going to make these women think it's their fault. All, all that Sarah has to do is like take one sideways look at his phone. Yeah, exactly. And she'll see immediately what he's been up to. Yeah. And it, what re- it just really sucks because this is literally the definition of a cuckold. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's like the Shakespearean definition. Liter- the, the original definition of a cuckold is your wife is cheating on you and literally everyone in the town knows except you. Yep. And this is what this is. It, it totally it's is. really awful. I mean, it's literally Megan and Sarah are the only people that don't know what's going on, which makes it really sad. Right. But Megan even talks to Mike's mom over FaceTime. And uh, I don't know. So why do you think Megan said... This is how delusional she is. Um, She says, the more I think about it, like regarding Sarah driving him, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Yeah, I have that written down too. How does that work? I think she's just like trying to make sense of it in her own mind. She's gaslit. Yeah. And she's saying that like, you know, it makes sense now that Michael wouldn't want her to be in Michigan because he doesn't want to cause drama between baby mama and, and herself, like in Megan. And, you know, she's got to drive to New York to see the kid or he's got to drive to New York to see the kid. She's just trying to, like, make sense of it to herself. Yeah. Explain it away. 
you know what? Now that I've thought about it a little bit more, it makes sense. <laughs> also, did he? You call know, I just yeah, I just got to say something. I just got to say something right now. I feel like we're bagging on Michael so much, but he has unresolved emotions, <laughs> and he's not free. He's not free. He's not free. He's free from prison, Kyle, but he's not free. He's not free. <laughs> I also want to know, like. <laughs> Whose phone is he using to call Megan? Because he, he probably t- got his phone when he got out, right? No, because he says to her, he says, I need to get a phone so I can call you. He says something about needing to get a phone to FaceTime with her. Oh. I don't know. I didn't. I mean, small detail, but yeah. just curious. Um, he, and he's, so we found out he's a rapper. <laughs> yes, we do. He's working on his music. Yeah. Maybe he should join Tariq. He's got to go to the studio with his boys. Yeah, he is. And Sarah is not pumped about it. One question I have is, I don't understand. Like, I wonder what the, um, what kind of timeline he has to get to New York. Because that's where his parole is. Yeah, I, that's a really good point. I feel like you need to go immediately, right? Because we saw last season, yeah. um, who was it, the Canadians. We saw them driving like immediately in that minivan, although that's Canada, so I guess the rules are probably different. But to get to the halfway house, like they had to book it there because they needed to get there by a specific time. I find it hard to believe that his parole officer would be cool with him going to the studio to uh, <laughs> rap with his boys. <laughs> That's yeah. just me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. If any of them have records, he cannot be associated with them. And you know, the like, I mean, just statistically speaking, Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Military age male, as they say in, uh, in many TV shows. Like, it just seems likely like such a, some of them have like, records. Like, okay, like, go give your mom a hug. Yeah. But then get the F out of there. You yeah. gotta, you got yeah, maybe, well... We know he's back in jail, so uh, yeah. d- decision-making isn't Michael's uh, <laughs> top skill. He does mention something about, like, wanting to be he, – he makes it clear he wants to be with Megan, but he's scared that Sarah will take his daughter away. So I wonder if he'll elaborate on that. I don't know how that could be. Like, you can't – they can't, like, decide custody based on if he's still with the mother. I mean, we haven't seen Michael interact with his daughter yet. That's I just true. have a hard time, like, believing that his daughter is of any priority to him based on his actions. Yeah, he's like, prefers to go to the recording studio rather than to get off to New York to see his daughter. Well, it, just by the fact that he's back in jail, he made a decision that directly hurt his daughter. Mm-hmm. So I just have a hard time believing he really gives a shit. Yeah. He's just trying to make himself look better because he, I'm sure that he has to know, like recording these interviews with the producer, he has to know that people are going to think he's a total piece of shit, right? Totally. He's, he's trying to save face however he can. Yeah. Side note, Michael's sister, her boyfriend, Darius, I thought it was really cute. Way better looking than Michael. I was like, damn, why don't you like date this guy? Well, I guess Michael's sister's already dating him, but he was cute. He's not going to get you pregnant. <laughs> no. Well, maybe. <laughs> Wait, not. why wouldn't he? Well, that's what Michael asked. Oh, yeah. So. If they're banging, he's they not, definitely are. He's not a slut person. They definitely are banging. Sorry, Michael. They lied to you. So what are your thoughts on Sarah's... Um, uh, waxing and waning vocal affectation i really couldn't deal with it and there's two theories out there so she posted about this you see yeah it? she posted yeah. about it she says that like 
she just picks up the way that they talk when she's around Michael's family. Well, she said that's how, no, today she posted and she said, that's just how people talk to Atlanta. I was like, what the fuck? I've but they're not in Atlanta. They're in fucking Flint, Michigan, first I know. of well, all. Apparently she says she grew up in Atlanta and that's how people talked. Yeah, that's, I've been like, to Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. There were also a ton of people on my Instagram that like, because I, I posted that conversation and a ton of people responded. Um, people of all colors, I should mention, um, based on their Instagram profile pictures. And they had varying opinions. Um, actually, I mean, many people were like, that's not how we talk in Atlanta. That's bullshit. And then others were saying that they thought her fake voice was her um, quote unquote customer service voice <laughs> that she put on for the camera. And that right. the actual like voice that she was using with Michael and his family was her, her real voice, which I found interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's right. I don't know, Sarah. Speak to the manager voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it was just so situational and just seemed. Really off. Well, we've seen cast members on other shows definitely um, speak differently when they're getting into fights. Oh, my Have you God. Notice that? Like, when yes. people start, like, arguing, mm -hmm. they, they totally change the way they talk. Yeah, family Chantel. Also, it, even, for anybody. Even, like, Ashley from 90 Day. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, anybody that watches The Bachelor, Crystal from Ari season. Ugh, the worst voice changing I've ever ever heard. Anyway, um, Sarah starts crying and I don't really quite understand why. Like she's fighting with him already. He just wants to hang out with his friends for a bit. Is she crying just because like she wants to go along or is she crying because he wants to hang out with somebody besides her? Like what is her, why is she so upset? I think it's because she, they, he wants to hang out with someone other than her. Mm. She probably would be annoyed if they invited her just because she wants to get going mm -hmm. back to New York. But she makes it pretty clear, like, why didn't you invite me? Which, of course, he's not going to invite you. They're probably the, to going their... to, like, find some bitches. Let's find something. <laughs> <laughs> Drug of choice. Um, and, you know, she kind of, we end the episode with Sarah kind of giving him an ultimatum and saying, like, either you stay or you go. And... Uh, I don't know. Just this attitude she puts on with those sunglasses and like putting her chin up in the air. It was hilarious. I really enjoyed it. She's trying to save face because she just got dissed pretty bad. She really did. And yeah. then she even says, he picked me up for a second and then dropped me. Quote. <sighs> Anything and, else about the thruple? No, let's talk Matt and Caitlin. Matt and Caitlin. Wow. Octo mom. Wow. <laughs> this is just a bundle of reality trash TV joy. And maybe other bundles of joy in the future. Nobody knows. This might be good fit, actually. She is nuts, too. <laughs> this is the only one, maybe, walk. <laughs> There's 12 babies in there, in her yeah. belly, she so says. So, they better make it work. Do you think that she understands, like, female anatomy and that, like, no, sperm? No, no, no. Sperm doesn't actually go in your belly. Like, she knows that, right? I'm gonna fucking vomit. <laughs> Octo Caitlin... Uh, she's obsessed with getting pregnant. I mean, I know that they're editing it to make it seem like that's all that she talks about, but she talks about it a lot. I think all that they're doing, is, I think all he's doing is blasting loads into her. Yeah. Like every 10 minutes. It seems, now that we know that she has two other children, it just seems strange that she's so into getting pregnant when she like doesn't even have her two existing kids with her. I know. And I don't want to bash her because I don't know the circumstances under which... You know, her kids but Matt with is her. the one. Matt is the one, yeah, Kim. Yeah. 
I don't know. Um, so they're, they're heading, they, they've rented this place at the cabin. They could just call it the cabin in the woods where they've been banging for one night. Maybe the bang two. cabin. The bang cabin. I feel really, as someone that used to do a vacation rental, I feel really, <laughs> really bad for that owner. They need to like. That's gnarly. Bleach that cabin. Oh, you better believe. Top like, to bottom. Half of my expenses were bleach. Oh my, Trust me. I really like need some Lysol in there. Yeah. But they're going, they're headed now to Matt's mom's house. Um, I feel really bad for Matt's mom. I like. She, the mom is a realist. She wants to be optimistic, but she knows it's going to turn sour. She always says, like, the first eight hours when he comes home are great. Right. And then he always goes back to jail. And I just feel, like, really, really bad for her because she she's nice to him. She says, hi, I haven't seen you at all in two years, which means she must not have visited him in jail at all. Right. She's just happy to see her son. Um, it made me a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, she says... Quote, typically the first eight hours go okay, but then he takes drugs. Yeah. And that sucks. And then he says, uh, I've spent the last six out of seven years in prison. Polish father-in-law said, hey, that's pretty good average. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I wanted, so I know that they say several times this is Matt's third time coming home from prison, but I want to know if that includes juvie. It probably does. Yeah. Okay. So he already starting to feel trapped and stressed out. He feels like a caged animal. This seems makes like no sense. N- there was nothing about that conversation that sh- that should have set him off like it did. I think that he's already jonesing, and his like emotion, yeah. his emotions are all over the place. She's like, I just want, he's like, I just want you guys to know that if I'm going, there's no one that can stop me. I'm like, how do you feel trapped in this situation? But jail is okay. Right. Absolutely. Like, what? You're way more restricted in jail. I don't get it. Maybe he just, you, you know what I've noticed? Matt is a really cool, nice, laid back guy when he's outside. <laughs> you mean outside, like in the like, fresh air? Literally <laughs> out of a domicile. <laughs> like basically four walls mm-hmm. up close around Matt and he becomes a total prick. Yeah. Like right. imagine like banging in the forest. When yeah. they initially met, he was outside. The mm-hmm. proposal out by the river. Basically, they just need to go camping. <laughs> and they're going to be great. Do you think the tent might be too much? No, you got you little open air flap. That's true. You know, got a screen. Do you think Matt is the type of person that might do well in the military because of like their regimented well, he can't, structure? He can't now. He can't? You can't think. join the military if you're a felon? If you're a 27-year-old three-time felon with a mm. drug addiction, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm going to need to do some research on that. Or listeners, if you know, let me know. It just seems like if he liked the structure of jail, since he keeps talking about going back to jail, so he must like have some affinity for jail, that you know maybe the military might be a good place he for He used to him. hang out with Marcelino. Maybe, yeah. Marcelino would whip his ass in shape, I for tell sure. you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Okay, so he he does complain. I'm 28. I'm stuck at my mom's house with no car. Yeah, dude. Like, what did you fucking expect? Yeah, that's what happens. When you go to jail and you come out of jail after seven years, yeah, you don't have a job. You don't have any money. How do you expect to have these things? My wife and I are talk- we're talking about this. And, like, the way that he frames the situation, it is factual. He's living with his mom. He doesn't have money. But he has his mom. Some yeah, people don't lucky. even some people don't even have that. And my wife and I were talking about this and just like talking about the recidivism rate on mm-hmm. love after lockup like cast members. 
and we were kind of talking about it. It's a really complicated situation, and it sucks. And yeah, getting put out on the street with enough money for a bus ticket, he didn't even get that. Um, what if he didn't even have a mob? What he if he be, didn't have Caitlin? He would be homeless. Yeah. Basically, he, I mean, how are you going to get, you're going to, maybe you get a job at like a, a diner, like washing dishes, maybe. but no one's, no one's going to give you an apartment unless you're in some kind of like public housing situation. I don't really know how that works, but that you're going to be around other like former convicts and addicts. You're just right back where you started. It's, it's not great. I mean, there's really like no transitional period. They're just kind of thrown out into the wider world, like you said, with 20 bucks to buy a bus ticket. And in Los Angeles, they literally it. just drop you off in a van on Skid Row. I don't know if they do that anymore, but they used to do that. It was a big scandal. They literally just drive a van to Skid Row in Los Angeles, which if you've never seen it, don't. It's just a, literally an entire street with thousands of people just kind of high sitting around. It fucking sucks. And like, what do they expect? Yeah. What does the system expect? Like, well, I, it's, it's yeah. I don't know. I guess every every prison system is different around the world, state, federal, local. But it's clear that many of them certainly are not interested in rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. I was I'm surprised that Matt didn't get out. Sorry, dog issues. <laughs> um, I was kind of surprised that like Caitlin didn't take Matt straight from the woods right to like a twelve step meeting or something. Um, it, he's clearly still mentally addicted to methamphetamine, even if he's not physically addicted. Yeah. So it seems like, like, literally, okay, fuck in the woods, hang out at the cabin, get right into treatment right away. Yeah. Go to talk therapy immediately. Like, that should be her number one priority is getting him help. Like, and, you know, it's it's interesting because we we had that Canadian couple last um last season and that transitional period was so different like he was in a halfway house he was in a halfway house so he was getting treatment and he like was required to stay there for what like an entire year or or definitely an extended period of time and it's just so different like seeing that system as opposed to the americans where they drop them off in the middle of dropping you off at a gas station yeah good luck So I don't know. I'd be curious to hear like what is I I want so much legal research for us to do, but I want to investigate further like the differences between (laughs) reintegration into society between like Canada and other countries in the U.S. Yeah. Well, they go to the dentist. Oh my god, dentist visit. That was almost as disgusting as um, some of the audio later in this episode. It was so bad. So like. I just love Matt's comment about the prison dentist. They don't care. They don't give you a root canal. They just pull it out. And I was like, well, I'll just... It's effective. (laughs) It is effective. It stopped hurting. But Caitlin's in the room with him. She's like, I'll make you a tooth. And and my wife was like, Scott has a tooth. (laughs) You might might have to dig around a bit. (laughs) Check the ditch where Scott was rolling around with Lizzie. You might find one if you're lucky. I got probably a couple teeth for you. (laughs) But it, I was surprised. So, like, they say that, like, the what's happened, like, the bone has kind of deteriorated because it hasn't been treated in years. And so, and, and meth. And probably also meth. And yeah, it's like going to cost more than $5,000 to actually get an implant, which is insane for one bottom tooth. Yeah. Can't they give them just like a flipper? I guess because it's on the bottom, probably not. Oh, God. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Just don't use that word again. Flipper? Nah, Why? I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds so wrong in the in the mouth. It's gross, but they're effective. At least it makes you look like you have a tooth where you don't. Oh. Um. All right. That's 
I guess. Do you think uh, his mouth hole smells? <laughs> yes. I. It can't be good, right? <sighs> Scott and Lizzie. Speaking of uh, mouth holes. Okay, do we want to do Scott and Lizzie next? Wow, there's five couples in this. I know. I thought there were four. I'm going through my notes now. Scott and Lizzie. I will never unsee that tonguing scene. It was like weird lipping. It was disgusting. I've never seen a kiss like that. I have to. I have to hand it <laughs> to Lizzie. Kyle. That's that was, how you kiss. <laughs> that was something. Uh, that was something new for me. Seeing that lip action going on. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I can't, like, oh, we ate Kim, just before this. It's Kim, a- Kim, did you know that hair grows back and skin grows back? <laughs> hair grows back, so does skin, so does feelings. What, <laughs> what skin does he think is going to be ripped from his body? I don't know. Like, what skin is he talking about? It, the best is when she comes into Scott's room and she just immediately asks Adam, Scott's son, to leave because she wants to, quote, do something special for your dad. And he tells her to he tells him to go hang out with Jasmine. I'm like, no, which we've leave already, Jasmine alone. We've already uh, sounded the alarm bell on that. I mean, yeah. there is literally an empty hotel room across the hall now. Well, he's like, I'm leave immediately. This might be my only chance to get a BJ in my life. Scott is pumped. And then she's like, I'm going to. Cut your hair. He's like, oh, damn it. Did you catch what? So I didn't catch this completely. I think I know what she said. But what did she say about beauty school? <laughs> I did, this is the quote that I've written down. I took cosmetology in prison in California, but then they kicked me out because I was too high on heroin. <laughs> Smile. Tee It was. That you bought for me. I had to rewind it and watch it at least a dozen times. Wow. I was laughing so hard. Wow. It was great. Got so, kicked out of a prison cosmetology, cosmetology program. program. Yes. You would think that they would um, extend her sentence uh, when something like that happens. Yeah, that might be more effective than just like kicking her out of cosmetology school. Right. And perhaps like cutting off her source of heroin um, may have been more effective. When but. you get literally caught with heroin in prison, <laughs> yeah, like... Do they make a policy change? Yeah, you would. Or a procedural I know what change? Yeah. Do they ask, like, where did you get this heroin? Instead, yeah. they're like, sorry, no more cosmetology for you. Then you have more time to do heroin. Right. What else do you have to do? Or, like, more time to figure out how to get heroin. Or take selfies or, yeah, or talk to your trick army. It's so weird. Anyway, Lizzie asks why Scott has been neglecting himself right after the heroin comment and schools him on not conditioning his hair. Um, worth noting that Scott is. Paul is still missing the tooth that he lost in the first episode. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it, uh, again, uh, thinking as someone that has done um, s- hospitality in the past, I found it <laughs> a pretty unfortunate uh, cutting the hair and just like casually tossing it all over the carpet. That was so gross. Oh, my God. That was really I mean, bad. but then we got that golden scene later where it's he's like, like picking it up. I was like, oh. <laughs> That might have been the saddest thing I've it ever was, seen. Well, and speaking of sad, Lizzie mentions that she doesn't find the needy man attractive at all. I was like, well, Which no one does, right? <laughs> no, but you're with the wrong guy then. Like, Absolutely. She like goes on and on to the camera about the hot dudes she used to bang. And, well, she says, date. I'm inserting bang. But, you know, in the past, she also looked like Jasmine. So she could get any right. guy she wanted. 
I'm more attracted to his heart than his physical appearance. Yeah, and by the way, this whole, like, she is not fooling anybody with this born-again virgin shit because later no. in the episode she says, hopefully I will be attracted to him eventually. Right. Like, she, that's not she the blows reason. their cover. Yeah, that's not the reason. Yeah. So when they were um, lipping each other. Ugh. Ugh. Take charge of the kiss. My, Ugh. um, my. <laughs> so gross. My wife had set up my son with a little cartoon on uh, my computer upstairs, but he wanted something from us. So he comes, he comes down the stairs into the basement. This is your three-year-old. He, this is my three-year-old. And he walks by the TV and he looks at me, my wife, and Polish father-in-law's faces while we're watching this like lipping scene. And we all just have this look of horror on our face. And he looks at the TV and he looks at us. And he says, Mommy, it's scary. <laughs> and then he runs away. <laughs> he voices what we were all thinking. From the mouth of babes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. That's great. So I have to say, Scott does look completely different after his transformation. And I am really irritated that she left that like weird goatee thing. Like, It's not the 90s anymore, Lizzie. Like, With the times. It was the 90s when she went in, apparently. I know. Goatees were like a thing. Really bad. Really bad. Um, should we talk about the date and the preparation for said date? How does how does she have so many clothes? Well, remember there was like fourteen suitcases. It's so ridiculous. Did Scott buy her those, or did Jasmine bring them? And those she, are her her former clothes. I think Jasmine said she brought them from Goodwill, and I'm assuming her okay. former clothes too. Yeah. Um, Jasmine has a golden line while she's trying on these skimpy dresses. She says, I hope it's not cold. <laughs> right. Her, then, her, okay. Does she, did someone buy her like fakers in prison or something? Yeah. I want to know what's up with those. They boobs. are gigantic. They're huge. And yeah. I just can't figure out if they're fake or real or like what they look fake, but I haven't seen them there. <laughs> Did you, we, by the know. way, quick backtrack. There's so much to talk about. I know. It's, it's, it's a fast-paced show. The, the producers really uh, threw some shade this episode. How so? Did you – well, on a lot of the couples. Did you notice while she was trimming Scott's hair, they, like, did this weird, like, upskirt shot on Lizzie? Yes! I have that in my notes. You what was that so about? It was so creepy. It was creepy and, and weird. And, like, look – Nobody is going to, that is not a flattering shot for anyone, even like Kate Moss or somebody with a nice body, right? Like, but it was particularly gross. <laughs> and I was just like, why did they do that shot? I don't, I don't know. I it think was like they up were... her skirt and like you could just see like her thigh cellulite and like, again, no shade, like everybody, I've got thigh cellulite, everybody's got it, but it, it just didn't make any sense. Was, I thought it was odd. It was really weird. Anyway, I'm glad you mentioned that because I have it noted, but I missed it. Um, what else? Uh, she's. <laughs> we then go back to Adam, who in his I or no, it's Scott that says my son has to watch me sometimes because I don't make great decisions. <laughs> and I don't think Adam verified. Yeah, Adam doesn't know how much money Scott has already spent on yeah. Lizzie. But also, Adam in his ITM calls her Elizabeth, which I just found hilarious. That's pretty sweet. It sounds so sophisticated. Yeah. I was like, oh. I wonder, do you think Adam is or is considering in the military, being in the military? I don't know. He should. Yeah. 
do anything to get away from your dad, but he, he seems like very formal. He does in he some seems, ways. I wonder yeah. where he works or what he does. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. Um, Lizzie asks her um, her daughter what she thinks of Scott, and Jasmine says he's not the one. Um, you know, Jasmine is 100 percent stuck on this ninety thousand dollars that Scott gave her mom for drugs, and I think that's totally fair. That's reasonable. And Lizzie seems to acquiesce a little bit and says, "Yeah." You know, I should figure out who I am first. But then in her ITM, she says she like completely does. She completely backpedals and says, I really want to make the relationship work. Because money. Yeah. And because like otherwise she'd be homeless. Yeah. Like Lizzie well, doesn't she have anywhere that, else to she live. She wants right? that four bedroom with a pool. Oh my God. Moving on. We're still like four hours into Scott and Lizzie. It's so crazy. We're like episode five. We're still know, it's right crazy. out of jail. Two more. We have Marcelino and Brittany. Yeah, let's talk. People are hating on Marcelino big time on the internet, saying he's an abuser. I just... I, We've seen people jump to this conclusion before instantaneously. Yes. We just don't go there, guys. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to... I'm not an armchair psychologist. You can, like... You can scream at us on Instagram all you want. We do not podcast diagnose. We just tell it like it is. Now, he looks like a total asshole. Yeah, it's not a good look. No. But I'm not going to sit here and say, he's a, he's a abuser. One star. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys for even talking about him. <laughs> I loved this brunch scene. And as one listener, one listener DM'd me on Reality Cray Cray and said, I know that you are going to talk about how beautiful Sasha is. And I was like, yes. You read my mind is already in my notes. Like, Sasha. Especially compared to her mugshot. Wow. Holy shit. That her girl, mugshot made her look like 100 years old. That girl needs to do some YouTube makeup tutorials about how to apply cheek highlighter because <laughs> holy shit, did it look good. Was it made of coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe sugar. Maybe they should ground up some sugar for the sparkle. Not sure. But Brittany Selby, who calls her Bunky, is coming to meet them. But uh, Marcelino is, like, not pumped about this. And they seem to be at some really fancy, like, baller-looking breakfast place. I didn't quite understand like, what it was. What is that river? Is it just, like, a Riviera know. a Riviera that they constructed in Las Vegas? I think so. It I must think that's be. what it is. It they like do that. Man-made. They do that shit in Phoenix, too. Mm-hmm. It looked beautiful. Oh, yeah. And she's a few minutes late, and Marcelino is, like, not cool with it. So annoyed. And I guess so, like following up from last week's argument, like Marcelino apparently apologized and they're all good now. But they didn't go into much detail. Yeah, for apologizing for that fight, he sure jumps right back into fighting. <laughs> he does. Yeah, He's fighting other, around the world. <laughs> yeah. Another question, another this brings up another question similar to what we talked about with Michael, which is like, okay, Marcelino says like she shouldn't be around other felons. And I tend to agree, and I'm curious as to like what her parole stipulations are, mm-hmm. if there is parole, around being with other felons or people that she associated with in prison. Like, Are there restrictions around that, right? Because mm-hmm. Marcelino seems to imply that her, her like being around other felons is cause for an infraction, but by that logic, like so would like shoving liquor in her face all the yeah. time too, right? And frauded by TLC actually had some strong words about the situation, saying that like, why is Marcelino allowing her to drink? Not okay. Right. Not okay. Like he goes on and on about forget forget the parole. Yeah. She's an addict. Yeah, she's an addict. Yeah. So it shouldn't matter. So like, 
you know, he makes this big stand about how he wants what's best for Britney. Well, then don't let her drink, dude. Not okay. Right. It's kind of the same as like Scott giving Lizzie money for drugs. He wants, you know, it, it occurred to me like he wants her past to just like go away. Mm-hmm. He wants it like scrubbed. Mm-hmm. And he just thinks that this is like a total reset and everything that happened before because it's associated with, like I kind of see his logic, but it's it's wrong, but I kind of see his logic. His logic is everything that happened in her life up to this point has been pretty bad and it's mostly revolved around prison. So let's forget about it and move on. But that informs who she is. She's super intelligent for how she grew up. Her backstory is terribly sad. Yeah. I mean, we learn more about it this week about just i don't know how she she makes a well hold on i'll we'll get to it but marcelino makes the comment if i were invited to a place like this i'd want to be on time and then it's made even worse when sasha arrives and she looks beautiful she lives right down the street and marcelino is just like oh you live down the street now he's even more pissed off that so she late. lives down the street in this beautiful neighborhood like yeah. what is she doing well they met in the county jail so maybe she just like has, maybe it was a long ass time ago and she's just super cleaned up her act and now she has a regular job and she's a re- regular person, you know? Yeah. I don't know, but um, Marcelino says you may have to cut her out of Britney's life because she's not a positive influence, but she seems pretty, like, pretty positive to me and especially their self-described best friends. I don't so, see anything negative about her. Not at other all. Other than she... Did time for, but she was in the county jail for how long? Well, I've never been in county jail, no, but I'm not saying she's a bad person. I'm sure. just saying, like, yeah, there's something there. But certainly, this interaction seems very positive, especially, yeah. and, and it seems positive for Brittany. She's like super happy about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Marcelino says, like, family is the only one that you can rely on, blah mm-hmm. blah, which is super triggering for Brittany. And it, and her very response understandable. is so interesting. Yeah. yeah, her response is totally on point. Again, like, I haven't heard Brittany say anything that didn't make total and complete sense to me, actually. <laughs> She's like the most down-to-earth person in this entire... She says, you know, I, it was a really powerful thing when she was, like, going on and on about how she had all these issues. No, None of her strangers, family would help her. Strangers helped her. Do you know who helped me? Strangers. Friends. And then he responds by... I have to go to the bathroom. That had to be set up, right? I was really irritated. That had to be set up. It's, it, they were like, okay, we need to film some ITMs right now or something. I hope so. Ugh. Or I hope it was edited yeah. to, you know, where they, I don't know. Yeah, basically she says, my family was selling drugs in my house when I was 12 and they were worthless. And then he's like, yeah, I have to pee. <laughs> but then Sasha, wow, Bunky, he's intense. I was like, yeah, girl, he is intense. And then they talk about this relationship with Amanda. Ex-girlfriend. Which. And they're talking already, too. It sounds like Marcelino doesn't know about her. No. No. And Amanda doesn't know about Marcelino, either. Oh, I didn't catch that part. In fact, I didn't didn't hear. I think it was more implied that Marcelino doesn't know. But she said directly that she has been talking to Amanda. But she hasn't told Amanda about Marcelino. She should have dated Sasha because Sasha is beautiful. I'm really into her. Polish father-in-law was like, these sergeants should be married to rifle. (laughs) What does that mean? He's a Marine. They're like, it's a thing. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right. Tracy and Clint 
Nice, elegant. I want all of your body. This was the most disturbing thing I've ever seen on reality television <laughs> that I can never unsee. I also have like a really hilarious um, <sighs> comment from a DM from Instagram. A listener wrote to me and says that just so you guys know, Clint was all, I'm taking her to the fanciest restaurant in Houston. Clint literally took her to some restaurant not all that far from where I live in Houston, so I know that area really well. And this place is literally next to a Chipotle and a Cafe Express. (laughs) (laughs) It's like in a fucking strip mall. It's like fast casual. But they have $13 mac and cheese. That they shared. What was it? Looked like it had weird, like chili on it or something. It looked like, yeah, I it looked tell. a little wrong. Like it took, it looked a little too brown and runny on like the top. Something you would get at a fast casual restaurant, like a right. Panera or something. Yeah. And yeah, they and well, Clint isn't into it. He's like, "What is this? I just want the Kraft mac and cheese." Ooh. Thirteen dollars. <laughs> By the way, um, I remarked, and I still feel this way after I didn't. I didn't see the episode when I when I made that comment on your post that I could smell this this picture, <laughs> but I felt like I could smell this entire segment with them. It just felt so visceral and wrong. It was so, the holes, I mean, it was like a train wreck, literally. I could not look away. I was riveted. It was riveting. All right, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Okay, so <laughs> they genuinely, Tracy and Clint genuinely seem to like each other. Do you agree? <sighs> they genuinely seem to be into each other. Man, I just feel like she's using him for his money. I agree, but she still seems like not. She's a good actress. She's a really good actress. Lizzie is clearly repulsed. Yes, by Scott. No, Tracy is is willing to get. Tracy's willing to get down. Like Tracy's having a good time for sure. So I don't know. He just like. Why the she's fuck like, would... I really need a shot of tequila. He's like, I'm excited about how elegant you look. There was major shade getting thrown by the producers in this entire segment. It was great. Where he's like pacing, freaking out about proposing, and they cut to her <laughs> just sucking margaritas down. <laughs> he's like, I'm so nervous. She's the love of my life. <laughs> I know when I want to look elegant for a fancy date with my husband, he always requests that I wear the skin-tight zebra print dress as well. That fit eight years ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just love how he's like, in his ITM, he's like, hopefully tomorrow we're getting married. And I'm like, you don't know where you're going to live. You haven't proposed yet. How the fuck did he come to the conclusion that tomorrow they're going to get married? Where are they going to get married? I have no idea. Do they have drive-through Elvis chapels in Houston too? Maybe. I don't really know. I guess it probably just means going to the courthouse, but God. Why, about, why would he want her to move to Hobbs with him? Oh, because that's where they have a place to live. I guess. Like, neither one of them have jobs. Yeah, that's These true. people aren't, like, people well, he that has, can he has a job. an apartment. No, he has a hotel, a hotel job. <laughs> that's right. His ex-wife's his boss. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I mean, who knows? But I feel He wants like, to trade in the car for a family vehicle. <laughs> He's going to be such a great dad. But you know, Kim, I didn't know if you, I don't know if you know this, but you can't have a Camaro and a baby. No. no. Car seat doesn't fit in that Camaro. You got to pick. Camaros are like it's just I'm not I don't want to alienate any listeners, but I have strong opinions on Camaros in general. I I'll save them one. for later. I, I this is all I'll say. I I had a rental Camaro. I feel like I couldn't see anything. No, it's terrible. I couldn't see anything. It's terrible. <laughs> 
Um, so I'm just confused here. Like he's already been tuck shopping and uh, the whole nine yards and he hasn't even proposed. I thought that they had already like spoken about this and agreed to get married the day after she got out of prison. This is misfit. <laughs> she just wants dollars to milk. <laughs> Polish father-in-law for sure knows like what's up. I feel like he needs to advise these people on their lives. <laughs> what did you think of the proposal? I loved that guy that said, wait, what did he say? He must have a good rap game. No, damn, he definitely got some good rap game. <laughs> that was the best part of the entire episode and the season thus far. That guy is a hero. And in the background, there was another woman whose face is just like in disbelief. And it is gold. Go back and watch it. That ring was pretty blingy. We've already seen that ring. Yeah. It's like a carrot. It's, it's a big. huge ring. It's giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's a $4,000 ring or whatever they said. Um, so Clint hasn't been banged in two years and six months, but they seem to make I up for it. I want to fuck. I want to make love. <laughs> oh, just any, any words coming from Clint's mouth about like her love or banging at all. This just gives me... Super heebie-jeebies. When they get creepy, to the, creepy. when they get to the hotel room, and she jumps on the bar, Ugh. everyone in the room just like deflated <laughs> <laughs> because you knew you knew what was gonna come next. Can you imagine being a product? I mean, there's got there's a whole film crew there. So what you think at least three people, right? Somebody with the camera, yeah. Somebody with lighting, and then a production assistant of some sort at a minimum. She's wasted. Oh, she's wasted, and like, but can you imagine? Like, they must have PTSD. These production uh, no, assistants. I, I know. It's really like I hope that they film like porn in their real jobs because <laughs> at least it might be like a little less concerning. But it's like this was like softcore porn legit. Her, her dress was so short and tight that immediately like you see her entire like ass and vagina. It's d- do you, did you see the <laughs> subtle boob reach where she like pulls her bra like out of her dress no i didn't see that it was it's subtle but go back and well don't go back and watch it because you just don't have but she like pulls her dress down so like her boob falls out entirely like in her bra and i'm like like it's a sexy move i was like (laughs) oh dear god you like her sexy moves no i did not (laughs) but i i thought it was entertaining but um what i did not find entertaining was when the fucking kissing sounds and the moaning started there was a lot of moaning we had the classic shot that we see all the time in this show where they have the door cracked and they film the doorknob they didn't have a mic in the room thank god it was bad it's got to be in their contract like the first time you bang you have to keep the door cracked so we can film it it happens every time it happened with jonah and garrett you know, they left the door cracked. It happened with Marcelino and Brittany. Like, this is like a common theme. Polish father-in-law enjoyed this scene, actually. <laughs> he did? Oh, yeah. He was like, this is part of natural behavior of human species. <laughs> and then my wife was like, doesn't look natural to me. And that, uh, that concluded Trent and Clinton Tracy. Yes, Yeah. Clint, Clint reminds us several times that she is the most beautiful woman ever. My goddess. His goddess. Hey, you know what? Everybody has no, somebody. Good, good for him right now. I'm, this is probably the happiest that he's ever been in his life. It literally is. Yeah. Yeah. And happiest he probably ever will be. 
final thoughts. <laughs> this show, it, it moves at a breakneck speed, continues to move at a fast pace. I love it. Um, I, I have a would you rather. Oh, shit. <clears throat> I'm, I'm actually terrified for... Okay, hit me. <laughs> hit me with it. All right, would you rather... The bird box happens. <laughs> like the whole movie. Like the plot of the bird box actually starts happening right now. Or I'm tempted to already choose bird box, but <laughs> Or you develop a condition where literally the only thing that you hear for the re- you hear for the rest of your life on repeat the sound of Clint and Tracy making out. I don't need my sight. I can bird box this shit for the rest of my life. The entire world is over. That's fine. <laughs> I'll deal with it. I will I will make it I'm tough. I will make a go of it. I can I can do it. And there you go. Kim dooming the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you need a way to watch WeTV and Lifetime and TLC and Bravo and all of the networks where your favorite reality TV shows are on, you can go to 90dayfiancenews.com slash watch and take advantage of our deal with Sling TV. For $25 a month, you can get Sling Blue. That's the plan that will get you all the networks you need to watch TLC, Lifetime, Bravo. And then for $5 a month, you can add on the lifestyle plan that gets you WeTV. So for 30 bucks a month, you can have all your favorite channels and everything that you need. Cut the cord, save money in the new year, and also get a free Roku Express with our deal when you click in through 90dayfiancenews.com slash watch. And if you are a new listener to Love After Lockup Cray Cray or a new listener to us in general, if you subscribe to Reality Cray Cray, that is our podcast feed that has all the shows that we covered, 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockup, and Married at First Sight. So that podcast feed is like an aggregator that just has all of our content. If you just want to stick with Love After Lockup Cray Cray, by all means, subscribe, leave us a review. Yep. And thank you for everybody that has left us five stars on Love After Lockup Cray Cray. It really helps the podcast. We seriously appreciate it. And we read every single one of them. This is going to be our main jam in one uh, eight days from now. This is yeah. going to be our main podcast along with Married at First Sight, 90 Days Taking Time Off. So look forward to keep growing the podcast listenership on Love After Lockup with you guys. And it's been super fun so far. So thanks for everyone for listening. Yeah, this has been way more fun than in the current season of 90 days so we're grateful for that and just a reminder to go to poshmark and um download the poshmark app and use our invite code which i'm trying to find because i can't remember what it is <laughs> after lockup after lockup <laughs> <laughs> i want to say cray cray but that's for 90 day so yeah use invite code after lockup to get five dollars off when um you sign up for poshmark thanks guys for listening thanks see you next week bye